0: Here is the closing Schwab market update for Friday, April 14th. Major U.S. stock indexes fell Friday as the release of surprisingly weak retail sales figures overshadowed strong earnings reports from J.P. Morgan Chase and Citigroup. Commerce Department data released Friday morning showing retail and food services sales fell 1% in March from the month before cast a pall over the market. The decline was twice as large as economists were expecting, and adds to concerns about the risks of a recession, even with the Federal Reserve apparently contemplating another interest rate increase at its May meeting. Despite Friday's general market weakness, the S&P 500 index touched a two-month high earlier in the session and posted its fourth weekly gain out of the past five. Similarly, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down for the day, but up for the fourth straight week. The market owes much of its recent resilience to strength in the biggest companies, which investors tend to favor when recessions appear likely, though financial stocks have lagged for most of the year, says Lizanne Saunders, chief investment strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Indeed, small-cap stocks were notable laggards Friday, with the Russell 2000 index falling more than 1%. The market appears convinced the Fed will raise its benchmark interest rate by another quarter of a point in May, taking it to a range of 5% to 5.25%, even after the large unexpected decelerations in both consumer and producer prices reported earlier this week. The following is a roundup of today's market activity. The S&P 500 index was down 8.58 points or 0.2% at 4137.64. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 143.22 points, or 0.4%, at 33,886.47. And the NASDAQ Composite was down 42.81 points, or 0.4%, at 12,123.47. 10-year Treasury yield was up about 6 basis points, at 3.515%. And SIBO's Volatility Index was down 0.73 points, at 1707 Among S&P 500 sectors, real estate and utilities were among the weaker performers Friday. Notwithstanding the day's weakness, volatility expectations as measured by the VIX dropped to its lowest level since late 2021. WTI crude oil futures rose modestly and have surged about 24% over the past four weeks, illustrating still-present inflationary forces. What some consider the unofficial start to earnings season got underway Friday as several big banks and other large firms reported results. Here are some of the highlights. J.P. Morgan Chase's shares rallied more than 7% after the biggest U.S. bank reported results that easily surpassed analysts' expectations. Profit was up 52% from a year earlier and revenue increased 25%. Revenue gains were driven by a 49% year-over-year rise in net interest income or the spread between the interest revenue banks generate from their loans and the interest they pay to depositors, reflecting the Fed's nine rate hikes over the past 13 months. The economy continues to be on generally healthy footing. Consumers are still spending and have strong balance sheets, and businesses are in good shape, Chief Executive Officer Jamie Dimon says in their earnings press release. However, the storm clouds that we have been monitoring for the past year remain on the horizon, and the banking industry turmoil adds to these risks. Citigroup's shares rose nearly 5% after reporting earnings per share of $2.19, topping analysts' expectations by $0.51, and an 11.5% rise in revenue to $21.4 billion. Like other banks, Citigroup got a boost from rising net interest income. Its revenue forecast for its 2023 fiscal year was also better than analysts were expecting. Wells Fargo's shares gave up some early gains, despite reporting a 45% rise in net interest income, earnings per share of $1.23, and analysts were expecting $1.14, and revenue of $20.73 billion. And UnitedHealth's shares also fell, despite delivering expectations beating results, due to concerns over how some 2024 policy changes may affect Medicare Advantage plan profits in the near term. Next week brings several more quarterly results that will be of keen interest to investors. Companies expected to report include Lockheed Martin, Johnson & Johnson, United Airlines, Tesla, American Express, Union Pacific, Philip Morris, and Abbott Labs, among many others. In the wake of banking industry turmoil during the first quarter, Liz Ann says she will be closely watching earnings and commentary from smaller regional lenders expected to report next week. I'll be interested in how their earnings fared in the first quarter, as well as their outlooks for credit contraction, deposit outflows, and commercial real estate exposure and conditions, she says. Key economic reports next week include April Empire State Manufacturing, due Monday. March Housing Starts and Building Permits, due Tuesday. The Fed's April Beige Book, due Wednesday. And March Existing Home Sales and Leading Indicators, due on Thursday. Recent economic numbers, including lower-than-expected Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and Producer Price Index, or PPI, earlier this week, appear to reflect easing inflation pressures and an economy that continues to slow. But CPI is still running over 5% above year-ago levels, more than double the Fed's long-term target. That makes another rate hike likely following the May 2nd and 3rd gathering of the Federal Open Market Committee, the central bank's policy-setting arm, Beyond that point, the Fed's next moves, for example, a pivot to a potential rate cut, remain unclear, though any further weakness in the labor market could be telling. On balance, the March CPI and jobs reports probably support a rate hike of 25 basis points in May, but that might not matter as much as the path for policy for the remainder of the year, the Schwab Center for Financial Research says in a report on Friday. A basis point is one hundredth of one percentage point. In the grand scheme of things, one more hike is not as big a needle mover as the Federal Reserve keeping rates elevated throughout 2023, the report continues. History is mixed when it comes to the strength and duration of Fed pivot rallies, but the influence of the labor market is consistent. Historically, breakage in labor has been the deciding factor as to whether stock market enthusiasm around a pivot was sustained.